Welcome everyone to the Cinema Spiel. My name is Tim Zahner with Cinema Valley Visitors Bureau. I'm so excited that you are here. It's a lovely day in Cinema Valley, and uh, I am paid to say that, but I'd say it even I did it for free because it is always a lovely day. A little wet today. It's been a light mist. The hills are incredibly green. Earlier this week, I had a photo shoot uh, for spring fashion, and the the cherry tree in the plaza was blooming, and it was gorgeous, and everything's beautiful. So it's it's a it's a lovely day here. Before we go too deep into what's happening in Cinema Valley, though, I'd like to introduce my special guest. Now, I now I say every week I've got very special guests. This time I absolutely mean it. I absolutely mean it. I have two very special guests. It's a twofer from the same place. I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves and tell us a bit about what's going on. First of all, to my right, who do I have? Shiloh, introduce yourself. I'm Shiloh Sophia, and I am from right here in Sonoma. Welcome. Go Thank Dragons. You. Shiloh, to your right, who did you <laughs> brought into the studio? This is my lover and my husband. <laughs> Jonathan. Well, well done. <laughs> I love you ask an artist to do an introduction. It's going to be <laughs> a little unique. He's also a poet, a chef, a winemaker, an herbalist. Wow. Artists, artists no romance, though. <laughs> right. No. Bye. Jonathan, I like that. You, you're like very busy doing cooking and poetry and everything. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm surprised that I wasn't born with more limbs. But <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome, Thank guys. Thank you. Well, my name is Jonathan McLeod. I'm the husband of the artist. Uh-huh. And... Um, a winemaker and a chef by trade. Okay. Um, but that also infers art. Right. So. Uh, you're a creator. Yeah. You're, we, you're we are very creative. Artisans. Restless or, is usually the way I describe it. That's a great it. way to put we it. We are restless. Yeah, you, have, you guys seem to do a lot, and we'll, we'll get into that. Um, do you guys, were you guys out this week in the sunshine that we had? And yes, and we were. And out there, and I was doing a photo shoot across the street from your shop. Yes. Which is on, um, what, First Street East, right? Yes, it is, 492. 492, not not too far from the Sebastiani Theater uh, by the corner store down there, so yeah. you're, you're right We're there. in between Ledson and Halem Jewelers. Okay. And our so, shop hmm. is called Musette Atelier, and Atelier is workshop in French. Got it. And Musette... Mm-hmm. Is there a muse and there's like a miniature muse or what's exactly where does the story come you got from? it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a big mama company uh, called Musea M U S E A, okay. which is the plural form of museum, and obviously the root of amusement and music. Got it. And muse and a muse. And so the big mama musette. The Musette is like the baby of the Big Mama Museum. Got it, Musea. And so that is our global company. Okay. And then Musette's our local. Got it. Did their location there. So they have a global Mm -hmm. company and then a location, a gallery on the plaza. That's right. That's correct. Is Musea also in Sonoma? It is. We have a location at 75 Fremont Drive. Okay. You all have probably been by it a million times and wonder, what is that place? (laughs) It has a color wheel and it used to be Styles, Tile, and Stone. We've been there since 2016. Okay. And that's kind of the spot where those who know the uh, three-way stop sign that kind of comes through there famously on the weekends. Uh, (laughs) Soon to be known as a roundabout. It's going to be a roundabout right here. No, they've it's they are, they've already made their land oh, purchases. Okay, the trees the, are marked. The fences have moved. The okay. trees are marked. Everything's up to date in Sonoma City. You know, like. <laughs> well, it's it's, oh, it's yeah. coming. But like other like like most other Caltrans related projects, right? Um, you know. Yeah, we'll see it when we see yeah. it. Yeah, don't hold your breath. Yeah, ish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, guys. We're going to get a bit into Musea, Musette, and the whole thing there. But I do have one special announcement. Can I can I interrupt our discussion to say, of course. it's a boy, Safari West, they had a baby. 
And Safari West is the African preserve. It's up there in the hills above Santa Rosa. We have a baby rhinoceros, and uh, it was born this week uh, to their mother, Isha and Papa Ungava. That's the name of the rhinoceri. Um, and it took 16 months for the baby to come. It's a baby white rhino, and he weighed just under 150 pounds at birth. Oh, my God. Yeah, so basically, you know, normally a human is like, what, six pounds, seven pounds? They get bigger, but that's your average baby, maybe? Uh, obviously, I'm not the person to ask. I have no idea. Uh, but nine 150 months. 150 seems a little... 150 seems extreme. A little robust. Yeah. So they say mother and baby are doing well, and they will name the little guy soon... And people might be involved in that. So maybe some artists or maybe mm. a chef, winemaker, poet. A, a, poet. a poet. They need poets to mm. name the rhinoceri. So that's what's going on. I want people to know about that because we'll probably bring them back to, to talk about the rhinoceros. Have you guys been up to Safari West? Have you had a chance? Mm-mm. Oh, go up there. We, okay. ha- we had them up here back in February talking about uh, the mating habits of animals because it was Valentine's Day. And uh, this, uh, uh, this, right. this seems to be right <laughs> off of that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so they were, that was quite funny. But uh, it's a good chance to go up there. Um, well, let's dive into Musea and Musette mm-hmm. and, and the entire thing. Let's start with the retail store or gallery so people can experience that. What is it and and what do you guys do there? Yeah, so we opened about a year ago and it's it's actually a family story because my mom and my grandma used to have a retail shop on the Sonoma Plaza in the 70s as well as one at um, Jack London Village. So it's kind of like a legacy story for Mm me. And uh, we found this wonderful spot and um, it represents my paintings, prints, I'm also a bookmaker, so many books. We have art supplies. Wait, you make books? I make books by like hand. We also publish books. Oh, We're okay. very creative around here. I yeah. paint. I paint drums. We make. We make all kinds of ama- like some of the furniture there is there is handmade. Right. That's there. Don't so, stand still too long. She'll. P- she'll paint <laughs> I've been a potter, poet. We are. You know, we're like those artists who are renaissance people we do all kinds of different things so depending on what's happening you can walk in and see obviously fine art uh, books also there's a bowl for prayers for people that's right in front i see little strips of paper people have intentions they can put them down there exactly which i really like what let me ask you which you do paintings you Mm -hmm. also sell some of your paintings there Mm -hmm. i saw some on metal yeah, those What's are prints. Those so prints. those are fine okay. art prints. So yeah. you do a painting on canvas, yep. and then somehow I love these little metal things. They look really neat because yeah. it's glossy, but it looks like it'd be really cool in a house. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I can I can speak a little bit about that. Yeah. So, so most of Shiloh's paintings are relatively large. Right. Some of them are thirty by forty inches, or up to six by eight, or even twelve or sixteen <laughs> feet by <laughs> eight feet. And for people watching on the YouTube channel, we've got two behind yeah, you, and they are not small. That's right. <laughs> Well, you know, these are right. these are small, relatively. relatively. Oh, really? they, they, they go in the car, which makes them small. Right. For us. <laughs> Fair enough. And um, so, uh, those images will be digitally photographed. Mm-hmm. We use a, a service in Petaluma that has, you know, the bazillion dollar camera that takes right. an incredible super image. detailed, right? And then that image is converted into um, what's called a dye sublimation print, mm-hmm. and so it's printed on sheet aluminum, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, gosh, it's only maybe a sixteenth of an inch thick. Okay. 
But what's beautiful about it is it, it's very glossy. It gives it a nice, beautiful sheen. Right. And it's also UV. It's protected and oh, it's so UV. It so if it's in the sun, it's not going right. to fade. And also because it's aluminum, it doesn't rust. I, again, so I, you can hang a, it in the bathroom I thought, or the kitchen. I, I thought you painted that backwards on glass when I walked in there because I thought it was a glass it, panel It feels like that. Backwards. Yeah. yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And they, they fit right in people's suitcase, right? So it's good for, for oh, travel. For, for visitors yeah. who are coming here. Oh, yeah. yeah they're so super have, thin and they, and they weigh nothing. You can literally put up something that's like 16 by 20 with a thumbtack. Oh, okay. And they weigh... Uh, so you're not relying nothing. upon my skills to find the stud in the wall? Uh, no, <laughs> just, just just point and shoot. <laughs> I've done many fails with that. So, so it's, it's an art space. It's a creative space. We right. also um, complimentary offer tea because that's the other part is a focus on wellness. Okay. So we talk a lot about the healing arts in the space. Okay. And Jonathan is an herbalist and chef, as we've oh, mentioned. Okay. Okay. So he makes apothecary and items. Do you want to speak to that a yeah, little John, bit? Yeah, tell me about that. I, I did see there's a little tea on, on the right-hand side there when, you, when you're leaving, a little session right. stuff and drinks. That's and right. So tell me about that. Well, the, so Musette mm-hmm. has a, is a representation of a larger image. Mm-hmm. The art, larger image is Musea. Mm-hmm. And in Musea, we have a collection of things that we do. Well, Shiloh is a more traditional artist mm-hmm. in both written word and painting. Mm-hmm. Um and I am a chef and a winemaker by trade, as I mentioned. So these are just kind of normally things that might come out of my kitchen. And so, <laughs> okay. uh, but... Just pours out. Yeah, now, quite the kitchen. I get casseroles on hot dish, but okay. Well, uh, similar. So right. Shiloh, uh, being from Sonoma, mm-hmm. right? But I'm actually originally from West Virginia. Oh, you are? Okay. Yes. Okay. And... Um, you know, in the Appalachian kitchen, mm-hmm. that's where mama keeps you well. Right, okay. As well. Right, right. And keeps everyone well. And when the neighbor kids are sick, they come over and she makes them well too. Okay. So a collection sprang from that. And it's about sometimes teas. Right. Sometimes the teas are just, hey, let's have a cup of tea. And sometimes they have more of a wellness orientation. Okay. Like for an upset tummy or respiratory Or like if someone has a cold right now, which there's some colds going around. Come and see me. Interesting. And so I also make a line of tinctures Mm -hmm. and glycerites, which are also tinctures, but made with glycerin instead of alcohol. Can you explain what a tincture is? Sure. So you take an herb, Mm -hmm. could be a fresh herb, could be a dried herb, could be a root. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any kind of in any particular fashion mm-hmm. and you use a solvent to extract the phytochemicals okay. from that. Okay. And the chemicals are what you're after because they're the like chemicals, an active ingredient that kind they're of an active you. ingredient in the plant. Right. Different plants have an entire constellation of things that they're composed of. Mm. And so some plants uh, and some roots, you go for a certain set of things and in others you go for different set of things. And those chemicals used in solution added uh, to your to your your daily living as mm-hmm, a supplement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can often help your body to organize itself in such a way that it has a defense position okay against okay. so like it help your immune system perhaps absolutely or whether like it's that. immunity or whether it's allergies or whether it's you name it there's an allergies coming soon it's been a rainy winter i know oh boy, i know spring is going to be big this they're year they're coming yeah. i was saying to him if you could come up with something for sonoma county for allergies we could be rich i'm on it i'm on it <laughs> we, you know, I, I hear we have some of uh, this is not to not to dissuade people to visit but we have some of the most uh, allergic people around for hay fever wise because everything blooms here yeah temperate climate and then yeah. everything like boom, yeah. especially once the acacia starts and blah well, the, blah blah. We have acacia and we have olives and yeah. a lot of these things are are 
They don't make a little pollen. They coat no, your car. They, yeah. they literally coat they your literally car. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had like a fine dust on my car right there. Exactly. But it makes for great honey, too. So if you want, you it know. It does. That, that kind right. of stuff. It does. Maybe so we have honey. the apothecary. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, that line continues to expand. And um, I have a great deal of gratitude around it and a great deal of ownership in mm-hmm. it. Because not only... I, I, I've worked in you know uh, on teams in Michelin-starred restaurants mm-hmm. all over the world. And... Cuisine is is it's my thing. It's my jam. So you are. So do you think you are a chef or a winemaker or a? There's no real distinction. You're like a okay. One is okay. a beverage. One is one is not. But they both involve mixing and putting things together. And they and, do. And it's, being it's, patient. And it's it's, it's art. Mm-hmm. It's poetry. It's beauty. It's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's alchemy. A and bit. Timing. And timing. And timing. Yeah, timing. That's right. And time. So you're, I mean, it's interesting because like you, you are the plastic arts, arts you can touch. You're, you know, like Shiloh, you're like painting and sculpture, uh, books, you make things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it feels like you're, I don't know. The, the franchise tax board <laughs> calls those uh, tangible goods. T- tangible goods, yes. <laughs> yes. Well done for April with taxis. Yes. Thank you, yeah. uh, but we it, both make both, so we both yes, make except mine disappear in about two seconds. Got it, got it. Them down. He just made me a lunch with prawns and asparagus. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, good for you. And yeah. asparagus popping up right now yeah. at, the, uh, at the farmer's market today. Out yep, there. it's in our, our, our gardens at Musea as well. So, okay, so let's, so let's transition to Musea. Yeah. You have all sorts of stuff, and I also yeah. I want to say um, you do video classes or mm-hmm. demonstrations, and I mm-hmm. think those are done at Musette. I think I've seen the setup there. Yeah, that- so Musea stands for museum mm-hmm. because we do have a permanent collection and we have a global membership base. Okay. So museum is a big part of our legacy story that okay. actually really has a big root system here in Sonoma. Okay. Um, university, that's our education. Okay. Um, S is for sanctuary because we lead circles and uh, with a particular focus on the eight points of the year, like solstices and equinoxes. And then, and we, we have those virtual and also in Sonoma at Musette. Got it. And then we have E for ecosystem because we're devoted to land stewardship. Okay. We um, steward a creek on Sonoma Mountain. Oh, okay. And um, also the, you know, the 75 Fremont Drive property with uh, redwood trees and gardens and right. orchards and right. vineyards. So ecosystem, land relationship, and also repar- reparation okay. with indigenous cultures. And then we have the A, which is the atelier. So it's really so a, a big vision. Okay. It's a big vision okay. that involves tens of thousands of people, not yeah. just us. We're you like the are, mom and pop. It's interesting because <laughs> like, it's not, yeah, cause people walk in thinking it's a gallery. Right. And then you've got Musea. What is that? And have, it is, and it, it, it's yes and, right? Yes and. It's a doorway and. to the world of Musea. Which is about the creative and, you know, like you mentioned, reparative and ecological. Yeah. It's so about it's, consciousness, honestly, which, you know, I don't know how, what a big term that is in Sonoma, but... Um, if you drive by our sign right now, it says curating consciousness. And mm. it's basically an invitation for people to be as aware as they can be in their life. Okay. And we use the arts to do that. And so a huge part of our non-tangible work <laughs> right. is we are educators. And so we right. teach around the world. And also globally, we have, you know, gosh, 10 years of education in okay. video form and thousands so of So you students. were doing video before the pandemic when everyone started doing video. We've been doing it uh, since, since 2008. Started okay. in 2008. Okay. And then we did our first live stream. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Zoom. I'm talking right. about a live, live stream, stream broadcast. Right, right, right. In, two, in 13. We started in 13. That's fun. And, and at that time, we coined it an extreme sport <laughs> because 
it was like it was like it was like call a friend. I'm right. Like, is it on? Yeah. Can is you it see working? Her? Can What's you going hear? on? Is it working? Yeah. Oh, oh. And that it, it class was, was called Sacred was like, Dreamer. Like we yeah, that was our bullets. first one. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And did, did it work I? out? It did. We what was it what's did. amazing is that there was over a hundred people who came. And they kind and of so it in was person like, or like watching it, watching, watching it live great, from all over. Because yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's of course, right. So right? that of was course, 2013. I mean, right. Holy moly! <laughs> I, I needed a glass of wine. Yeah, like, that. is this going to work or not? Oh, we, we had no idea. And so, <laughs> since then, the platforms have become more sophisticated and more right. stable. Now it's like your phone. Now can do it's it basically. It's crazy. Oh my gosh! And now it's sort of. We feel like it's sort of like we're sort of like. First, we were waiting for the bus, and now we're trying to catch the bus. Right, right. No, yeah, because, exactly. You know, it's like, wow, I'm going to have to call somebody that's like 19 to figure this out. <laughs> it, move, it moves fast. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, now I've, I've heard that any idiot with a microphone can have a podcast. So, you know, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, I want to talk to some, I, I do have a listing of some of your classes that yeah. you, you dropped off at the Visitor Center. Yeah. Um, and we have this information there. But, for example, you have like First Wednesdays Paint and Sip. Um, that's at Kina's Kitchen, which yeah. is a restaurant here. Kina's Kitchen. We've been doing that for about a year. And people mm-hmm. can just drop in and... No, you have to register okay, in advance. Yeah. And they learn mm-hmm. how to paint and then sip wine. I get, I'm just they, <laughs> they learn how to paint it's, and sip. It's not quite that. It, uh, no. no. It's more like have fun. enjoy camaraderie. Yeah. Right? Um, have a snack. Their food is lovely. Mm-hmm. Their beverages are great. Their beverage right. program is extraordinary. So sit, have some, some communion, some company. And, you know, while you're here... Um, let's talk about, you know, something beautiful together but that you, we can make together. And people, you guys actually will create the, the art. Yeah, like, so, like you'll provide something. I don't have to right. bring. No, no. We provide all the materials. A it's a regular no, paint a and sip yeah. with a little bit of an edge because we're not doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, nope. Right. It's not like 20 not people walk out with the same tiger. Yeah, that's a thing, right? Like people <laughs> right. do that, no. right? Yeah. They go to an art studio. We no. pour some bad whites in. Yeah. And then it's like, let's draw a tiger. You're exactly yeah, right. It should be a liger, no. though, because lion and tiger yeah. special powers. Lion, tiger, baby rhinoceros, sunflowers. Yeah, I think that's a Class. We should, we should have a class, yeah. No. Um, so, like, we have Mama's it. Day. We for Valentine's. We did Flaming Hearts. We, okay. you know, okay. we paint the cosmos. You know, all kinds okay, of things. Okay, so different things. And then also, so, yeah, you do first Thursday. Yeah, the Cura Women's Circle. Yep. And that's at the Atelier. That's at Misa Atelier. Misa Atelier. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then Apothecary says Medicine Painting Weekend. Are you? Painting with medicine, painting medicine, or is painting the medicine? So, Explain that to yeah, me. Yeah, so medicine, so our work is called intentional creativity, and mm-hmm. it's an ancient idea that all of our ancestors worked with. They didn't call it that. But right. basically, anything that anyone made before industrialization was mm-hmm. made with a kind of care and respect for resources. Like being a craftsperson, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, if someone yeah. made a quilt, they would be thinking about the person they loved and the right. fabrics they were using. If someone made food, they would make food that they loved for someone that they loved. So there was a respect for mm. what got created. And so we just call that idea intentional creativity. And that's our that's our global philosophical framework for everything. Okay. It's okay. an approach to life. It doesn't matter what what. And medicine painting is an idea that Jonathan and I have been developing since 2016, but it's also an ancient idea in the art world, which is uh, painting to cure, heal, or represent a change. Mm. And Jonathan is a veteran who has seen active combat. Mm-hmm. And so he does a lot of work with recovery from PTSD for people in our community. And this uh, programs like Apothecary, there are many, there are opportunities for men and women or any any gender you are, mm-hmm. any identity you choose to paint 
to heal. Mm -hmm. So you bring whatever you're working with and you alchemize it. Why don't you speak to it? Because it's actually, that's his program. This is your program? Okay. Yeah, so so it came from, so my my father, uh, my parents were from Fort Bragg. Mm And uh, my mother was from West Virginia, but my dad was from Fort Bragg. Here in Northern California, Fort Bragg. Yep, just the one right up the road here. Fort Bragg, California. Right. (laughs) And uh, when he was growing up, when I was growing up, we, uh, my father, when my mother and father met, he went to West Virginia Mm -hmm. from Fort Bragg because Fort Bragg already had no industry. Right. And no jobs. It was mainly just lumber, right. which uh, was lumber or salmon or, yeah, and all fishing. that was still really sketchy. Right. Right. So, but my mom's family had a huge dairy farm and they were in like, West Virginia. Yeah. We okay. got, you've got arms. We could <laughs> use those. some labor. That's so right. bring them. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about getting up at four in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we, I did that for a long yeah. time. <laughs> and, uh, I'm glad I live here and don't do that now. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, one of the things one, I was, he, we were, he and I were talking one day and he said, I was frustrated. I, I can't even remember what I was frustrated about. I was res- something at school. Right. And he goes, you know what you need? I'm like, oh, God, here it goes. Mm, chores. Oh, no. Uh, uh, well, that's my mom's idea. But my dad said, you need the hippie flip. I'm like, and that is? Yeah, is that like a sandwich? What is the hippie flip? <laughs> Sounds good. Pastrami. <laughs> exactly. No, the hippie flip is um, what he d- he coined the hippie flip was turning frustration into determination. Okay. So it was a way of taking negative energy and transforming it using the same energy and right. the same path and in your head. It. Okay. Right? If I'm really frustrated about something, I'm going to convert that into determination mm-hmm. that my next iteration of it, because everything in your life comes back around, mm-hmm. right? That my next iteration of it is uh, I'm going to be more wise, more smart, more strong, maybe all those in combination. I'm going to place the energy that I just was using to be like all terrible and terrible to myself about it. And I'm going to convert that into, you know, next time this comes around, I'm going to be different. Okay. In the way that I am in relationship. This is what your your father-in-law, your father was in. My father. Your father. Yeah. He called it the hippie flip. He called this the hippie flip. And it was basically... Uh, you can even use it in sports or anything. Right. Like, wow, we lost, but next time we're going to win. Right, right. But and there's a, there's a logistics to it. There's mm-hmm. a mechanism to it. But that's basically it. And so we were speaking one day about this, and I said, well, that's kind of what we do here. So we teach personal and professional transformation. Mm-hmm. It happens to travel using art. Okay. Because art is a very somatic and intelligent way to access who you be, hmm. right? So you have a left brain and a right brain. Um, one part of your brain likes holes, the other brain likes parts. Mm-hmm. And if you paint and write at the same time, they can't actually argue. So hmm. you get some work done. Okay. It's called flow. It's the called flow, flow, okay. flow okay. state. Yeah. And so when we were talking about this class, which happens to be named Apothecary, mm-hmm. We were talking about converting tragedies to remedies. And if you think about it, this is a very old concept because this is the snake venom that becomes the anti-venom, mm. right? It's the same stuff. It's just used in a different way, alchemized, perhaps altered a little bit. But usually it's the same medication on both sides of the coin. It's just a slightly different approach, which is your relationship to it. Mm. Okay. And so... Uh, what I was able to do 
using the tenets and the principles and the techniques of intentional creativity, using art and written word and personal and professional examination of myself, I was able to convert PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, into post-traumatic stress um, discomfort. From disorder to discomfort. I didn't kick it off the island. Mm -hmm. I didn't say, I have to banish you. You have to get out of town. I don't need you anymore. Any of those things, because in fact, it's the, it's the, it's the venom that I carry. Mm -hmm. But what I needed to do was change my relationship to it. Mm. And so instead of having a complete franchise, I sort of canceled its franchise and said, actually, I get to call the shots mm -hmm. and you don't get to call the shots anymore. And I hope that's okay with you, but actually that's the way this is going to go down. <laughs> and hey, good news, you don't have to leave and I'm not going to try to banish you and I'm not going to I'm not going to drink you away. I'm not right. going to whatever. Some more I'm not negative gonna, ways I'm to not deal gonna, with it. Yeah, right I'm now. not going to find another way to deal with you. Actually, mm -hmm. I'm going to confront you directly and we're going to engage in a dialogue where we have a, a repertoire Ooh. that mm -hmm. doesn't seek to control the narrative that I mm -hmm. over me, so right. now I get mm -hmm. to control the narrative. So that's how we. That's the basis of it, and that's how we went about it. And okay. we do it Very in good. person, and we also do it virtually. We've taught it all over the world, mm. and painting. In this case, this there's a great quote from Jonathan, which is, "We're here to rescue creativity from the tyranny of the talented." And the idea like, is that I creativity like that. Have, has gotten mixed up with talent. It's it's sort of tragic. I mean, it's not yeah. like, I think it's a great tragedy that people say, I'm not creative. My sister's the creative one. I don't have a creative bone in my body. My mother got the talent. It is so common because we're in the gallery. Mm. And I've had galleries for years. And I thought one day that narrative would change. Oh, no, I hear it all day long. Oh, no. And it's devastating because mm. it's, it's totally not true. Because you actually, everyone's creative. We just use it in different ways. And some of us use it with paint. But... That has nothing to do with it. We are all creative, every single person. We use creativity to stay alive. And so in our classes, we employ paint to make visible an internal state. So you actually express what's inside out onto the canvas. You observe what gets expressed. What you observe starts to change how you are in relationship to it. But it really has nothing to do with talent. Mm. Nothing to do with painting, really. So it's sort of, <clears throat> you're, 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 I mean... Uh, First of all, can you say that again? You're rescuing creativity from the tyranny rescuing of the talented? Rescuing creativity from the tyranny of the talented. I, I really like that because <laughs> uh, it's basically saying you can, everyone's creative. And if you just everyone. try anything creative, you, you don't have to be exceptional at it. It's the experience of creating which, which adds value to right. yourself. The and messier, your the raw, the better, because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you can control the output, that's when it stops being therapeutic for a lot of people mm. because they're trying for an outcome, whether that's gotcha. a song or gotcha. a dish or a painting. Uh, okay. It's total domination. And imagine how early that franchise is stole from you because, you know, you come home from school and you show your drawing. Uh, yeah. and you say, Dad, look, I drew the dog. Right. Your, your dad goes, well, first of all. I have no idea what that is, but it's definitely not a dog. Right, it looks like a dog. Dogs are purple. And may I recommend medicine or law because, yeah, you'll never make a dollar with that, pal. So drop it. So there's right, a big right. narrative around creativity and talent that has been going around. Mm. 
uh, for I don't know. It's a good. It's a good 750 years, and it's complete now, and it's mm. complete at Musette. Mm. Okay, I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, you have to be creative. To stay alive. If you're alive, right. you're, you're creative. creative. Right. Because from a psychologically, from a psychological standpoint, there are two. Okay, six six letter word alert. Okay, go okay, for it. Left hand ontology, right hand epistemology. Okay. Ontology is basically what is, but on the right hand, epistemology is how you relate to or negotiate with what is in order to stay here. Your primary existential statement is, I'm alive, I'm here, I should probably hang out. I hear the appetizers are nice, <laughs> right? Right, right. And so since I'm here, I better, uh, I should check it out. Mm. So in order to stay alive, you have to negotiate with ontology. Well, I'm gonna need some food, some mm. water, some shelter. I'm gonna need to collaborate and cooperate with others. Right? I'm mm -hmm. going to need to do these things. I'm going to need to negotiate my way mm -hmm. through life in order to get those things which I feel are necessary mm -hmm. and reasonable for me. Mm -hmm. That's creative. Mm -hmm. And you have to create on the fly mm -hmm. every day. You got to, quote, come up with something. Right? <laughs> kind of I negotiating between ontology and epistemology. You are. Well, you're negotiating with what is. Mm -hmm. You're using your epistemological sense to negotiate. You're using the three pounds of wetware in the dark between <laughs> your, your ears <laughs> to negotiate mm -hmm. with the outside world right. mm -hmm. in order to remain here. And it's okay. interesting okay. that in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, does anyone know what comes after the basics? Uh, is it fulfillment? Self-actualization. Self-actualization. Yeah. yeah. And so that idea that once our basic needs are met, the next thing that we need is to like know who lives in here. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're in survival, which could be forced migration, could be war, colonization, conquest, when you are in active survival, you are just then tending to the basic needs. Mm -hmm. When you finally have a breath, when you can finally slow down a little bit, you're like, who am I? What am I doing? What am I gonna do now? And how can I stay alive? You know, mm. you move out of a survival into a relationship. And I think that's the heart of everything that we do is, a, is inviting people to understand that you can have a relationship with yourself and your life and everything around you. It isn't fixed. Our entire life, all of our sensuality, every bit of us is a palette that is able to be amplified and transformed mm. and adapted and increase pleasure. And we just aren't taught to know that we aren't fixed. The self and sensuality, creativity, it's not fixed. It's not just what you came in with. It's all shiftable, but we haven't really been taught that. Mm. And so we kind of go to sleep and go numb a little bit. So at uh, Musea, we are kind of in the, let's wake up and have a good time. And sort of the act of becoming <laughs> and the creativity. I yeah. love this, this is yeah. good. Well, this there is, is that. And the other thing is we, we're also a little rebellious mm. in it. Really? I don't know what you're well, talking about. actually, a lot <laughs> rebellious about it. We're under because, new management. Uh, we're under new management. <laughs> um, yes, because okay. So first of all, just like your dad said, there's no money in it, <laughs> right? Right. So the thing is, though, nobody else has a franchise over you either. Mm. No corporation, mysterious right. shadow entity, nobody, nowhere is making a dollar off you, and they generally don't like that. Mm. They don't like autonomy and independent thinking, and they don't like sovereignty. Mm. Oh my gosh, you know, why don't you just go along and get along? Just comply. Everything will be so much easier. We'll reward you. We will reward you generously. Um, and sometimes 
sovereignty comes with a price. Mm. And that price doesn't mean you have to abandon station on all the things that are normal and reasonable in your life. Got to get up, got to go to work, got to do right. your thing, got to feed the kids, got to right. do the yep. thing. However, while those things are being done, you have an opportunity to create for yourself a posture and an orientation that you're doing these things as a sovereign entity and a being that has the narrative. Hmm. And then when you have this, it gets often sometimes a little bit uncertain because you begin to recognize the outside forces, which then seek to have you live your life by proxy. Okay. Right? So but people we're don't kind know. Of, people yeah, don't, know don't know that that's what's happening. Right. Well, I, I like I don't this want is so proxy. much more than art. I'd rather this run like, the show. This like, okay. <laughs> like, and this is like human freedom. This is like the choice. This is like yeah. yeah. This is like the most deep this podcast has gotten. <laughs> when you said ontological and epistemological, uh, I know, I and Maslow's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> I know. Which I love. But let me. <laughs> we like to consolidate this into a single phrase. Right. Vive la révolution. Vive la révolution. Vive la révolution. I do want to bring it back, even though the talent is tyranny, but I do want to talk about Mm -hmm. your paintings that you did bring behind. You've got, you brought in two pieces of art. One is uh, a flower on red Mm -hmm. with many reds and some whites. Mm -hmm. And the other one, uh, I'm probably poorly describing Mm -hmm. it. The other one, it looks like uh, a face and a profile with like a uh, a salmon or a fish and a bird. Mm -hmm. People should go on YouTube and look at it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm doing a bad job at uh-huh. But what kind of things do you paint, and what's what are yeah. your subjects normally? And because like, I don't see like you know you don't do still lifes of buildings, it <laughs> seems. But what do you paint? Yeah, so the the two paintings we brought today are two pieces in Jonathan's personal collection. So we brought them from our house. Um, the rose was a love gift for him, and it's called Awakening to Fullness. And then the other one is also a gift for him, and it has a, a male and a female, and it's called You Bring Water to My Creatures. So it's basically about our relationship. Okay. And so the paintings are all made as prayer. Hmm. That's the, the reality of it. When I'm painting, I'm basically praying for the world. I'm praying for an antidote to violence and suffering. I am attempting to bring beauty and resolution and literally to infuse the creation with solution and with happiness and with possibility. This is like a meditation almost. It is. And the, um, you know, they, my teacher, Sue Hoya Sellers, would say that the paintings created this way are resonators. They carry an energy. Hmm. And so when people live with my paintings and I have sold thousands and thousands and thousands of paintings in my life. I'm extremely prolific. Um, (laughs) The paintings are about changing the household for people Mm. to bring intention into their home and also, yeah, a conversation piece, but it's a story. Like we have a Mm. painting at the gallery called Cave of Stories Mm -hmm. and everybody wants to know what that painting means and it's a couple. They're approaching a dark cave. Mm -hmm. It's representative of marriage and commitment and it's basically like you do not know what's going to happen. The side of the mountain is light and you know that you're going to encounter some of these things. Mm-hmm. There's there's going to be some in-laws. Someone's going to eat too much. Someone's going to drink too much. Someone's right. going to tell a story. Someone's going to spill something. And you're going to be like, wow, you are different than what I thought. Right. But the dark side of the mountain is the side that 
we don't want to know about and mm. that we consciously try to hide from our partner when we're trying to be a good mate. It's mm. like a survival technique. Mm. You don't know how strange I really am mm. and I'm not going to show you because otherwise I wouldn't be a good mate. Mm. But that is going to come out if you stay in relationship. Mm. The shadowy bits are going to come and the painting is a representation of if you would just know that inside of your love is a wild being wanting, seeking self-expression and that that's going to come out in your life. If you could just be like, hey, here it is. Let's not do it at the same time. But if we could just be like, okay, that's that wild, freaky thing she loves right, to do. Right. Um, make room for the wildness within each one of us. Okay. So the paintings are stories, and they're stories about a new mythology. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the old stories aren't exactly working if you look at the evolution of the species. So you have some new stories. And I, I, that's what I, <laughs> I want to, you also have a lot of themes of like um, female figures mm-hmm. and sort of like the divine feminine. Yeah. Um, so I've noticed some, I'm, again, I'm not an art critic. Yeah, yeah. I'm just some guy that walks in when I'm on my <laughs> coffee break and I say hi to you guys. Um, but a lot of those motifs recur. I see mm-hmm. a lot of nature motifs. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you're not, you don't seem to do the traditional, and maybe you do, mm. but I don't think you do like an orange on a table. Yeah, all of the images of come from inside. There will be no bull of Fruit. <laughs> well, I'm just asking. There are flowers, well, however. Right, and maybe uh-huh. the bowl of fruit is uh, implied, but you're right, yeah. there's no, there is no, yeah. you know, still life kind of. Yeah, there's definitely a, a focus on uh, the feminine, not to the exclusion of the masculine, because there's mm-hmm. actually a lot of paintings of, of couples in there. Right, right. Um, but it's basically like including women and mothers in the picture. And like a celebration of the feminine. Absolutely. It's, it's just sort of, a yeah. celebration. Yeah. And in my early roots in Sonoma, my family was a part of. Um, a very early movement of protection for women. We mm. we were a household that had a hotline, and when women were in trouble, they would call us. And so we actually, all my life, have harbored people pretty much on the run. So this was the first time this happened in Sonoma in the early 70s, and so we did that right when we were living above Shone's store, right up right up above. That was where I really? lived when okay. my family. Yeah. So caring okay. for, for women, caring for children, and by way of that, the people that we love. So it's right. really about love and wellness seems like a lot of the the themes that run through the self-actualization the dealing with how to deal with i don't say negative emotions the ptsd like the negative feelings all these things are themes that i see throughout yes It's 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 about relationships right so you know when you wake up every day Mm -hmm. stuff happens Mm. that's how it goes stuff happens and it isn't that it's not going to happen because well that's not how it goes we know that things are going to happen things are going to happen but at that moment that they do, how are you in relationship with them? And what kind of narrative do you have with them? Do they sort of get to run the show? Wow, this thing happened and now I'm bummed out, I'm gonna have a bad day at work. And right. Ugh, like rain, 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 right? Uh, and, <laughs> and like gloom and doom all day long. Right. And so this thing, this circumstance has now just like thunk Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. now it ha- now it's running the show and the and the story. Right, because we all live in story. If I ask you, well, well, where are you from, and who are you, and how, who, tell me about your parents, everybody's got a story. Right, but that narrative, that internal narrative, is what we're examining, and how we're in relationship to what happens. Right, and, and when uh, we're not doing that, we're partying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a winemaker. Hello. <laughs> so that's the other part what, of our what, thing. What, what kind of wine do you make? Tell me that. So I grow and make only one varietal, which is Barbera. Okay. Right? But I, I probably, I think I'm the only person in the entire Carneros of Sonoma that grows Barbera. And the only reason I can pull it off is because we have 17 beautiful coastal redwood trees on that's, our western picket. protect the wind? And there's yeah, my Barbera break. is typically not 
Carneros is a cold, windy area. A lot That's of right. Pinot, a lot of Chard. Uh, yes, of you know, course. You think of sparkling wine. So Barbera down there, and usually I think Barbera is further up valley. So that is interesting that you're down right. in Carneros. So it's not about the cold. It's more about the wind. Oh, it's the wind. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I just want okay. to mention that yeah. we we have celebrations. We have parties. We have concerts. Jonathan does supper club. We have performance. We do all kinds of things at the 75 Fremont Drive place. But we Got also it. have an artist in residence, uh, Rose Hill. Um, an African-American elder um, mm-hmm. who uh, came about a year ago. That's and right. And so when you come to visit us there, um, you can visit her studio. We also have our museum there. Down at Musea. Yeah, at 75 okay. Fremont Drive. Which yeah. is, just for those who don't know, it's south of the city of Sonoma. Uh, if you're coming up from San Francisco, you pass Musea first right. before you come to the city. That's right. And if you are unfortunately leaving the city of Sonoma, you will have the chance to go see that. <laughs> yes. But why would you leave? <laughs> you would be, you would be, you know, as you're in line, in your sipping line. your iced tea in the car, <laughs> Thinking to yourself, I will never get out of here. This should be a roundabout. <laughs> you know what? It's the Bono style. I, 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 yeah, the, I'll tell let, you. Let me, let me, we, we want to transition, guys. It's been very yeah. good, and, and, and thanks for talking about the art and stuff. But yeah. we, we do need to get to the crucial part of the podcast where Let's you help me answer questions. Oh, yes. Great. And people send us these questions, right? That's right. Oh, perfect. So I'm going to do the introduction. You're going to help me. Ready? So this Ready. is now called We Get, get, get Questions. questions. Ready? Ready. Okay. So we have visitor centers. We have Facebook. People send us questions. They email us. They even walk in, ask us all sorts of stuff. I'm going to read some of these questions. You're going to help me. Richard, you ready? Ready. Okay. You ready? Shadow? It just depends on the question, actually. <laughs> you don't actually have to know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have uh, volunteers and professional staff that can also help you. So here's okay. what we got today. Or excuse me, this week. We are bringing a group of 60 people to Sonoma for a conference. We are looking for a fun activity as a break from the conference room. You can't sit in the conference room all day, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah, no. no. What do you suggest? 60 people, a break, like an afternoon break in and around Sonoma Valley. Come on, what do you got? You must, <laughs> you must have an idea. Well, you could come with us. What would they do? We would paint. Okay. We okay. would paint uh, playful things you that could, you could, could happen s- quickly. You could set up a, a, a room. Yeah. That 60 people could show up and have different like art stations. Yeah, we and, have and that, that at stuff. 75 Fremont. Really? Yes. Yeah, and so that's we one could, thing. We could, take, we could easily take 60 people there okay. for something al fresco. Um, we ha- I have a full commercial kitchen there, so we could provide you food. You have a full kitchen down there? I do. Full commercial okay. kitchen. I have the, the, you know, the winery is there. Other than that, I can't think of what d- 60 people could drop the in weather, <laughs> if, the if the weather's right. beautiful, well, we could set it up out underneath the redwood trees. I love that, yeah. yeah that's a drop-in. Like, it can be a scheduled yeah. thing, too. Oh, right. So yes, this isn't like yeah. Sixty people would be a lot to just yeah. drop in on something. Yeah, and I mean, it's a moment. It's so expensive to do so many things, right? If right. you're going to rent a lawn or something, but sixty people can also go to the park and have a picnic. You can go to the plaza, a big so, park right across from your store. I think and there's, there's yeah. plenty of places there. to sit. Maybe not sixty at once. Right, but around. But around. Or if they knew or, in advance they were going to do that, and it was right. nice weather, they could bring blankets. Yeah. They could plan in advance. They could. That that's their spot. They're going to like to exactly send. go meet us in this corner. Yeah. People do this all the time. Yeah, so I would and say the plaza. I like that. Good, like good, good one. Idea. Have you, uh, the Sonoma Garden Park is on 7th Street East, and it's a beautiful park. The Ecology Center runs, and there's space, a huge fig tree, beautiful fig tree that you can kind of gather under if you wanted to learn about permaculture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there's so many green spaces, right? really, laced throughout Sonoma. There is. And 
if you were, especially somebody, if you're here for a business conference, perhaps you're here on a weekday mm-hmm. versus a weekend when right. mostly families use the, those activities. I mean, you could really converge on on a on a small, beautiful green space. Um, our home is over by Friar Creek, and we have mm-hmm. the Friar Creek oh, right, uh, the trail right the there. Friar Creek path, Trail, yeah. so you could walk the trail, and at the end, we have a there's a beautiful picnic grounds there, yeah. and soccer field and basketball courts. Well, you just uh, the, the next suggestion I was going to have is you could rent bicycles, and there are tours that That's go, right. and they take Friar Creek. So I know uh, Cinema Adventures rents bikes on just on the other side of that trail. That's right. Uh, and sometimes people will set up tours. Uh, tours can go to wineries, of course, and they do tastings and stuff like that. But oftentimes they just ride around and see stuff and. Being out on a bicycle is awesome, right? You yeah. feel great. You're, you're, you're energized. I would say people that could way. go for walks, too, like yeah. little walking tours. Absolutely. There's so many beautiful things to see. Yeah. yeah. Starting about now, the east side is just full of flowers, too. It's amazing, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah, that's great. We also have in the Plaza Visitor Center, we have a map of all the trees in the plaza. There are oh. like 40 different varieties of trees. Yeah, they're all tagged out. <laughs> yeah, they're all, we, we show what's there and what's going on. Oh, and the Japanese uh, cherry is one that was blooming right now. And uh, I took my first baby steps in that park. Did so you? Was, see? Yeah. I think there's a plaque right there. <laughs> In <laughs> my this, mind. On this spot. Okay, here's another question. You guys ready? Yeah, ready. I see a lot of little sheep in the vineyards. What's going on there? Oh, I'm all over that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's permaculture. Mm-hmm. It's also biodynamics. Mm. And so if you don't use chemicals fertilizers, any mm-hmm. of those kind of, you know, Roundup or any of that stuff in your vineyard, mm-hmm. like I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's helpful for winemakers. Helps, it's helpful for winemakers to grow a cover crop in the winter. Okay. Now, the cover crop is usually something like mustard. That's mm-hmm. the most famous one, right? Or sweet peas or nasturtiums or any clover. Uh, clover. These are all nitrogen-fixing plants. Okay. And so it's a good idea to let these things go haywire while the vines are asleep in the winter. Got it. Okay. So you, if you bring it, you could do two things. Usually, and most commonly, they're just disked in before they go. So a tractor, a very narrow tractor goes through. The tractor goes through with a disk and basically just turns it in. Okay. So you're, you're using and you're introducing nitrogen into the soil, which helps with the grape health overall. Um, But if you bring the baby doll sheep in, who are trained basically not to like grapes, right. so love, they don't eat the grapes. I love that they're called baby doll. They are. They're baby doll sheep. They're little sheep. They're, they're not little they're not big sheep. They're like oh no, they're, they're like they're, they're like cats with sheep suits. Yeah, they're like two feet tall. They're like so <laughs> yeah. small. Yeah. And and they go through the vineyard, mm-hmm. and of course they just mow their they mow it for you, right? <laughs> right. They mow it all down, uh-huh. and and they leave it not only with the nitrogen but with the other stuff with some of their own exhaust that's exactly which is also uh, beneficial uh, 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 yeah it's like compost eventually it's compost that's right a top dressing it is a top dressing and this is the perfect time of year to do it right because uh, and then they'll disc they'll disc Mm -hmm. that in and as the vines wake up as a matter of fact we just had bud break this last Monday. Wait, hold on. It's now bud break. The buds have broken. <laughs> there's the official uh, sound. Hey, right. <laughs> there's a leaf. Oh, there's a leaf. People go crazy. There's yeah. a leaf. First harvest, bud break. Bud break. So pruning we do a little bit crazy for, but that's just sort of like a lot of. So, I mean, he's out there with no. his phone so, looking down so at the bud is in the house. Bud is there. What's bud up, is bud? in the house. He broke. Uh, uh, yeah. And so now um, 
as the rains are finishing, mm -hmm. this top dressing becomes so is soluble in mm -hmm. the wet earth, okay. right, and permeates the soil. And now it's, you know, for the grapes right now, in about a, a couple of weeks, once they sort of get out and start getting some sun, mm -hmm. it's go time. They start and looking they for the nutrients that, and they that grab fuel. It. That's okay. right. So it's, it's a walking encyclopedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. We've covered everything. Ontology, yeah, permaculture. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, we're artists. Right. And we're winemakers. We throw giant parties. And you have farmers, too. And we're, and you know what? We're I, farmers. I, I got dirt on my shoes. A, I'm fine. Here's a weird question we got today. Okay. Go. Literally like today. A woman came in, and she had to make a private phone call. She's on her cell phone. So she said, literally, this is a weird question. Where's a good place to make a private call? Where you <laughs> Where would you go where you don't want people to hear your phone call because you have to make a sensitive phone call? A single-use bathroom? Single-use bathroom. That's a good one. All right, that's a very good one. I'm still going with the plaza. The plaza? <laughs> you, well, I said to her, I said, you know what? Just go by the amphitheater. Yeah. <laughs> and you can look around. There's not a lot of people there, so as long as there's not a concert going on. Pick a tree. Uh, underneath the tree. Yeah. And we or, have a tree now. Uh, right yeah. behind the cheese, you know, by the cheese factory. All oh, right. That whole section. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> good answers. <laughs> uh, final question we got. <clears throat> the gentleman's coming here. Uh, he was pre-scouting his trip, which is interesting. Uh, and he's going to be staying at the Fairmont. Well, well and, done. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy, yeah, not no, only does this guy yeah. plan, he shows up to plan, which is good. Okay. But his question was, he'll be staying at the Fairmont, yeah. yeah. but he's got an event on the plaza at the El Dorado. Yeah. Can he walk from the Fairmont to the plaza? Uh, no. I mean, you could, yes. but it would take some time. You would be sweaty by then, and um, it's just not that pleasant of a no. walk based on right. the traffic. It, so, if, no. It, it, the, you can get anywhere from anywhere, right? You can right, so do it. You can walk. You yes, can you can walk. So, right. yes, the answer is yes. But, but, Shiloh, you're saying it's probably not a pleasant walk in the sense that it's not an easy stroll down the street. People don't, and there's not sidewalks everywhere. Right. You know? Well, and there's, there's that. Trail. And, and also, you know, the, the Fairmont being as beautiful and luxurious mm -hmm. and as well amenitied as, as it is have, has a free shuttle. It does. It does. Yeah. So, I was going to mention that's a great point. You put, okay, so I looked it up. It's 2.2 miles. Okay. And in kilometers, at 700 kilometers. I don't know that that's <laughs> <It's> like, so <laughs> approximately a million kilometers. No. So the walk is about 50 minutes because, yeah, you do go down part of a state highway. Part of it doesn't have a sidewalk with the little bridges. You can hop on a trail about three quarters of the way or two thirds mm. of the way, which is the, the bike trail on the back. But you're right; there's a certain path. It's it's not nice. But I would say go with the shuttle. The shuttle, or there's a free bus as well. The Sonoma shuttle, which runs from Sonoma County Transit, yeah. it's it's number thirty two. Um, so if the Fairmont shuttle is already gone, just walk outside, and there's a bus stop, and that'll take you to the plaza. Uh, and that's a little circle. It's really nice. Uh, what's also nice about that is there are some great restaurants right outside the Fairmont. So mm -hmm. you can, you know, go get a taco and chill and wait for the bus uh, and explore that neighborhood. Um, Sonoma Eats is right across the street. It's one of my favorite places for enchiladas, but there's lots of choices mm -hmm. there. Um, so, yeah. It's, I, can't, I can't recommend that area for food and entertainment uh, uh, more. Right. Because... I think of El Molino Central. Right there, right, right. right. Handmade tortillas, right. like like with the no, like with the lime yeah, so and good. the whole like so and, spread. and yeah, spread. Spread is fantastic. Spread is fantastic, and yeah. those are all like I mean, you could you, you can throw walk a rock well, and and from, hit them, from right? Kina's Kitchen where Animals. you guys do your things. For, yes, mm -hmm. from Kina's to the Fairmont is a one mile walk, and I think there's like you know nine restaurants mm -hmm. that you walk past. It's so a lot. you can now you make me want to make the walk. It's a great walk. Yeah, I want to do that one called Eat the Springs, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna stop. I mean, Animo is a incredible high-end restaurant that's been kind of like food people know it but like there's no sign it's in a former taco shop 
Yeah. Um, they have like one and a half parking spaces. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> and, and the, the, the couple came out here and like they slept like in the restaurant while they were doing it and, and getting it open and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you know, live, that's yeah. live fire cooking. Like yeah. It's a giant fire. And the thing about cooking over live fire as, you know, as a chef, I can speak right. to this is is it's it's wonderful. It's almost captivating. You know, it's, right, it's right. the same thing. It's the same reason you leave you know your fireplace screensaver on for like eight months during Christmas, <laughs> and it's just like stare at the fire. That's right. And you that's people right. look at the fire and it's like, is that an entire fish? Yeah. It's just he does a whole fish in there. right? He does, and okay. it's it's uh it's exquisite cuisine. It's it? really okay. well done. There's parking out back, right. so don't let it daunt you at the front. There there's is two parking spaces out in the front, and, and there's, there's a half dozen out back. And within walking distance, it's oh, actually easy. not that far. Easy, so easy. It's funny people say that. I'm like, yeah, well, but oh, within a half a block, it. there's It's worth it. He's he's okay. truly masterful. Okay. And Maybe cuisine. i got to convince him to come and on the podcast and his wife, who runs the front of the house, is lovely. So it's a great experience. You guys have answered my questions. You've done a good job. Maybe you guys can become volunteers in the visitor center, since you know all the answers. Um... Are the benefits know, well, good? How's the benefits? You get a free sticker uh-huh. that says I love Sonoma Valley. Ooh. Occasionally a bottle of wine. We get to hang out with you. You get to hang out with me. Okay, that sounds good. And, oh, and you get to wow. wave at the buses. That's funny. Like, hey, what's up, bus? <laughs> um, final question. Yep. Mm-hmm. If someone was looking, I would like information about Musette. What is the website mm-hmm. and how do I get more information? So mm-hmm. if someone's looking for more information about your business, how do I Yeah, do it would just be musea.org. So www.musea.org. Okay. And there's a spot for Musette on there. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It's all right there. Yeah. The easiest way to think about Musette is like the MoMA. So you know the MoMA and there's the MoMA store. Right. It's like the MoMA store. Please exit through the gift shop. <laughs> so so although we're not next to each other, right? right the gift shop hasn't isn't actually in the museum. So right. our physical campus out on Fremont Drive is right. is a beautiful is destination. The museum, per se. Is the museum. And classroom. And yes. classroom and the culinary and the, and and the gardens and right. the vineyards. Okay. And Musette is sort of like the museum store and it's our our place, not unlike your visitor center, right. it's our visitor center to right. interact with people and when our guests come show into town, who we are and how we, we go, bring go in about it. Thousands of guests per year. Mm-hmm. We do um, many thousands before the mm-hmm. COVIDian era, right? And so we start at there. So they uh, their check in is at, at the plaza. Mm-hmm. Got it. And what I, yeah. I, I just say that you're there painting. I'm there painting. So it's also mm-hmm. like you guys talk about like I want to see art in action. Or yeah. creativity in action. That's right. People should show up and see that because, yeah, when I walk in there, I see paint and yeah. I, I smell the paint and I see the canvases. And uh, Carrie Lee, our creative director, is there. And she's and also an artist, she's correct? She's an artist, okay. absolutely. Yeah. I do want to mention one other event that's yeah. coming in June. So it's the first weekend in June at the Sebastiani Theater. We are having a uh, film festival with the Sonoma International Film Festival that is going to be featuring the artwork of Pratiba Parmar with special guest Alice Walker. So it's a focus. Oh. On women, okay, and so that's the first weekend in June, and it's a, a whole weekend, and so information is coming soon. We just had to get through the regular film festival, right? Which and now ended. we're going to start focusing mm-hmm. on that. So keep your eyes okay. out for that. Great, thank yeah. you. Well, guys, again, if you guys, if, if everyone listening wants to know more information, Musea M U S E A dot org org O R G is the place to go, mm-hmm. and you can learn more about Jonathan and Shiloh and all that they're doing. You guys, thank you so much for showing up. It's been great to have you on the Cinema Spiel. I'm really sure. happy you came. So. It's been stop. fun being here. Yeah, stop by and uh, have a cup of tea. I will. Thank you. And uh, reminding everyone to listening, first of all, give us a good review so other people will know about this podcast. Second yeah. of all, subscribe to the podcast. 
Third of all, if you have questions about Cinema Valley, go to cinemavalley.com for information, deals, special events, and to find out all about our great arts and creativity community. Thank you very much, guys. 